the house on the hill, um, the WA School for Deaf Children. Tell us a little bit about the Cottesloe Partially Hearing. All right, well, we had um, two classes there, and I think I'd more or less in charge, but I've certainly never got any remuneration for it. But um, we virtually worked out our own program, our own curriculum. I cannot ever remember anyone ever coming over from the um, head office or anywhere to um, say, hey, you know, how are you going, and this is what you should be doing. We were left completely and utterly to our own devices, keeping in mind that that was my introduction to deaf education. It was a pretty rough setup. But anyway, we, uh, we had a, um, a pretty wonderful time. And the interesting part about this is that I was able to arrange... These uh, boys and girls were around about 14, 15, and um, I was able to arrange almost in every case for a, um, an occupation for them, you see. Anyway, only a few years ago, I, they asked me to go to a reunion. And you know, there were still three boys, they're no longer boys, they were about 60 or so by then. And um, they had, I had got them this job in the WA newspapers, and they were still there. So that says <laughs> something for their uh, uh, wonderful lads. They're lovely kids, deaf kids, yeah. Anyways, you, you mentioned that these children had become deaf, so presumably they had... Uh, well, they had some knowledge of, of um, education in relation to how to speak and things like that, am I right? Well, I was an ab absolute advocate, and I always will be, of oral education. Um, Fingerspelling, gesturing to me is a very, very poor form of communication. And um, by um, talking to the parents, but particularly with the kids and by example, um, all of those kids, they learned to speak, and they spoke pretty well. Mm. And I was able then to bring it into the school for the deaf over here against great opposition. But um, well, like, like 